0: Welcome to the Renaissance Brothers Podcast, where we help you live your best life as you reinvent yourself spiritually, financially, physically, culturally, and intellectually. We want you to know that after the darkness, there is light. So take a journey with two friends, Mike and Russ, and experience your own Renaissance. welcome to the renaissance brothers podcast once again russ how you doing great how you doing doing well and happy valentine's
1: day happy valentine's day to you hey did you get the girlfriend something i sure did
0: i'm kind of fortunate she doesn't really celebrate valentine's day which i'm good with but uh, i still got her some stuff so that, that was
1: good did you take care of your wife of course My sweetheart is taken care of, and we are actually under five inches of snow here in Oregon, but we're still gonna have a great Valentine's Day.
0: You are the man. I think we had 50 mile per hour winds in Las Vegas last night. It tore up a bunch of stuff, but uh, you know, we're still standing. Great. You know, as long as hell doesn't freeze over, we're great. All right. (laughs) Hey, well, today we're talking about getting subscription savvy talking about all those monthly recurring automatic subscriptions that we all have that are are costing us a little more than we may think. So uh, financial guru Clark Howard uh, said this, a lot of us are dying in the wallet from the $10 cut. You know what the $10 cuts are. They're the monthly subscriptions we're signing up for here and there and everywhere. They're called $10 cuts because we're slowly bleeding Our wallets dry. Now think about that for a moment. Just one $10 monthly service cut from your budget can save you $120 a year. So we're going to talk about that today, how we can manage our monthly subscriptions and live our best life.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I read an article in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, It was called Stop Wasting Money on Unnecessarily Mm -hmm. Monthly Subscriptions. This was by Joanna Stern uh, in May 8, 2019. And there was a study done by uh, the Waterstone Group. And what they did is they asked 2,500 different people about their subscriptions. And they gave them, sort of played a game where they said, okay, you have 10 seconds. How much do you spend a month in subscriptions? And they came up with a number. And then they said, okay, well, think about subscriptions or this and that. And they Mm -hmm. gave them 30 seconds. And they came up with a higher number. And then (laughs) they went and looked up what the real numbers were. And it was interesting because 84% of people underestimated their spending on subscriptions with roughly I totally half. I believe it. Yeah, roughly half of them, they underestimated by $100 or more. Wow. That's a lot. A lot of money. So... Little trivia question, Mike. What do you think the average person consumer spends in monthly subscription? We're not talking about like the water bill, but just the discretionary subscriptions. What do you think it is uh, per month? It's a lot. I know it's
0: a lot. It's so, got to be a
1: lot. A lot. $237 a month. That's massive, dude. That's massive. Massive. So this is cell phone bills, cable TV subscriptions, internet service, meal kits, dating, pet subscription, cloud storage, just a lot of subscriptions out there.
0: Anything, we're talking anything that's monthly and recurring.
1: Yes, exactly. Monthly and recurring. Okay. The Wall Street Journal article talked about how, you know, these are all good things. Um, not really good or bad, but these are, if you have a subscription, at one point you thought, hey, this is going to add value to my life. This is going to make me happier, smarter. Exactly. Um, This is going to add value. But then what happens is people forget about these subscriptions and they just sort of get ding your card or your account every month. And so uh, her article was stop wasting money on unnecessary monthly subscriptions. Uh, Interesting trends these days, Everything's going to a subscription model. Uh, I'd say from software to uh, just just almost anything. And you know, one of the and,
0: and why is that? Why is that, Russ?
1: I think just people. I mean, they they don't want to have to spend this big, huge capital outlay when they are interested in something, and they want to try it out too. They don't want to make a super long term commitment. Well,
0: and for and for businesses that are offering these, the business model works.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the good news here for all of us is that we are coming out of the dark ages of subscriptions. And let me explain why. I remember there was a security company, uh, a home security company that would charge like $39 a month. I'm not going to mention mm-hmm. who this company is, but what they would do is they would get people on a three-year Subscription and what they would do is you only had a ten day period to write and cancel that subscription you actually had to write <laughs> a letter you actually had to write a handwritten letter yes I don't know if it was in Swahili or if it was I know who the company is yes. I know
0: who the company is
1: can I say should I say no, no. should I say no so oh, probably shouldn't say this is the thing this subscription would auto renew for another three years if you didn't write physically write them a letter and if they <laughs> you know, didn't receive that letter within this 10-day window. And so you had a lot of poor senior citizens and others that would suddenly be nailed with a $3,600 over (laughs) three-year subscription. Wow. Just because they didn't write that little letter within that 10-day period. So I think there's been some good legislation here. One of them is a Mm -hmm. California law in 2018 It requires businesses to provide a way to cancel subscriptions online. And so that has helped. And I think that also, if you look at like the AT&T ads during the Super Bowl or just lately, they were talking about, well, hey, we're going to give you great deals on cell phones, not just for new users, but for continuing users. And I think that's a good trend as well. (laughs) Because Wait, wait, Russ,
0: Russ. So I, I think this is an awesome business model. Yeah, you know you can uh, essentially charge people what you want to, and they don't pay attention to their credit card statements, and it's a recurring charge. It's a
1: recurring charge. Exactly. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's 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 good for the business, bad for the consumer. Yeah, in some ways. So I, I think that that's the thing. It's it's just a matter of people. This is a necessary services, but people just aren't maybe quite as mindful. But I think a lot of companies are getting a little more savvy these days. And I think you look at like the Comcast mm-hmm. uh, or the other cable providers, they're now going more month to month. They're not as much about these long-term contracts on both sides. So
0: Absolutely. Well, well some of these subscriptions make, you know, your, your old cable bill look great, you know, compared to some of the stuff. I mean, because everybody's going a la carte. And that's uh, that's something that can kind of sneak up on you if you're not paying attention.
1: Exactly. That's a really good point. So it's, it's interesting. There is that subscription creep where I used to complain that, oh, you know, I'd never pay $45 for cable. But then now all those other subscription services that are replacing cable can cost a lot more than $45 if you're not careful. Absolutely. You're paying a lot more. So let's talk about your subscription stories, Mike. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, recently I went through this.
0: I uh, I was just kind of tabulating some stuff for my business year end and I had to go through and print out all my transactions to make sure I had caught all my business expenses. And I kept seeing these reoccurring charges and I started tallying them up and boy, I was enlightened when I saw how much I was spending on this. So we said, Russ, what was the average uh, spend per consumer in the United States? and thirty uh,
1: seven dollars. Two
0: hundred and thirty seven dollars. I was closer to three hundred a month on my subscriptions. Wow, which blew me away. I didn't even realize I was I was like that, so I had to start looking at them and uh, I did. I started itemizing them out, and I had a gosh, I had a magazine subscription that was over three hundred dollars a year just just that. So when I tallied them all up, you know how much it was? How much? Eighteen hundred. And fifteen dollars in subscriptions that I really wasn't using that much. You know, I had uh, I had a a magazine subscription. It's a great magazine. It was The Economist, great magazine. However, uh, that was pretty expensive for that. And I looked at how much I was spending a year, and I said, "Am I getting that utility out of it?" Right. I even looked at. uh, I had an Audible account that I was downloading audiobooks, and I, you know, I started looking at my libraries of things, and I have uh, these massive libraries of books and things, and. I go, Why do I really need a brand new or two brand new audiobooks a month? Do I really need this type of stuff? You look at your wants versus your needs. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And that's a lot of money, Mike, that you just identified there. $1,800 a year. Wow, that's a lot.
0: Yeah. So, so I started going through and then I kind of got a little upset. I was like, hey, I could be investing this money. And so I figured out it was about 150 a month, $151.26 I was spending a month on these subscriptions that I really was not utilizing fully. Now, like I said, I had I had about $300, which I had another $150 that I was using uh, that I get full utility out of. And I think that's something with these subscriptions. We subscribe to so many things. We really don't get the value out of them that we want to get. We don't have time to to, to interface with them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Well, hey, I have a sound of the episode here. I'm going to play a sound. I want you to guess what this sound is before I jump into a few of my subscription stories, and then we're going to geek out a little bit, okay? So let me play this sound here, and I want you to guess after it plays just a few seconds what this is. (laughs) You got mail, baby. Look at that. So that is the modem connection uh, sound effect. and. My first story about subscriptions comes from that, 1993. I must have signed up for a CompuServe subscription. And you know how back then we were Mm -hmm. all getting those three and a half inch disks. I probably could have stored, probably could have had 100 disks every time those things came into the mail, right?
0: Now, now for those of you listening who aren't old enough to understand what CompuServe was, it was basically an internet provider um, that you got on the web with.
1: Yep. Just like America Online. Uh, I think even Microsoft tried to get in the game at some point. So I signed up for $120 a year, $10 a month subscription. And it was always funny because they say, hey, we'll give you 20 free hours. And then it was like 20 million free hours or 20,000. I mean, it was just crazy. They would give you all these free <laughs> hours. But it was a monthly subscription. And I was really young at the time. I just went on autopilot with that subscription. I did not sign in one time to CompuServe. A year and a half later, I looked at my credit card statement and I was like, oh, wow, $150 later. Um, I called them up and they said, well, you still got value because we were sending you the CompuServe magazine, which I never got because I Mm -hmm. I was going to school in another state and not living at my parents' house. Um, So that was one of my first stories of a subscription. Now, let's fast forward almost 27 years, and Spirit Airlines has a $9 fare club. I signed up for it (laughs) because I was able to save, I think, $90 by signing up for the $70 subscription. So, hey, saving $20, that's great. I put in a little reminder to myself to cancel that subscription when it came due. And of course, for two years in a row, I've missed that reminder, and this seventy-dollar charge is suddenly one hundred and twenty or two hundred and ten dollars to save uh, ninety dollars.
0: <laughs> See, and doesn't that, that—that's so upsetting when
1: that happens? It really yeah. is. So it really is upsetting. And now, if I want to cancel it today, I would lose any of that value up until December when it renews. So a lot of these companies mm-hmm. will say, well, hey, if you cancel today, you don't get it till the end of the period. You just, it gets canceled today. And I'm sure there's some legislation in some states and countries that are going to make that illegal, hopefully, at some, at some point. But in a sense, these subscriptions um, sort of can bite you if you're really not, um, if you're really not careful. Um, absolutely. You got to watch it. For, and, and you know what? The subscription model
0: is here to stay. I had uh, recently signed up with, uh, I was going to do some mailing over the holiday season. Right. And I was going to use, uh, an online company for doing the mailing and they sent me, you know, they got me all set up and sent me the stuff, but I ended up not using them. Well, I just got billed recently. I got this charge that came through and I said, what the heck is this? I call them up and they said, Oh, it's our monthly subscription. You signed up for a subscription service. I said, I don't think I signed up for anything. I haven't used any of your services. I don't know what this is. And they, they refunded the charges and everything, but that's their model too. Everybody's going monthly subscription. I noticed Amazon sent me something recently where they said, check out one of our number of subscription packages that we have for all sorts of different products. They had a Harry Potter t-shirt of the month oh, wow. club, right? This, this is like the fruit of the month club, right? We all like the idea of the fruit of the month club. It's just... Paying for it monthly isn't a, isn't like a good thing. Usually, you remember that for Christmas, you know, you get somebody to send you the fruit of the month and it's the gift that keeps giving all year long, Russ. So you get fresh fruit oh my gosh. every month of the year, but you pay for it up front, right? Yep. Um, the fruit of the month's a little different if you have to pay as you go, right? It kind of changes your perspective on that type of stuff. So um, Amazon had over 40 different either boxes, clubs, subscriptions that were... Recurring uh, billings month to month to month, and and now I'm not saying all these are bad. We're just saying be savvy about what you're doing, be smart about this. Because I went through mine, I've, I realized I was spending over three about three hundred dollars a month, and I I literally cut hundred and fifty, and it was a little crazy because I went through and I had like, uh, you know, I had I have Amazon Prime and I had uh, Netflix and I had Disney Plus. And then I also had stars, and I also had HBO Max, and then I had Hulu. And I'm like, wait a second, that's so many on-demand channels to watch. Do I really need all this stuff? And then I looked at when the last time I actually signed into Hulu, and I said, I should probably cut Hulu, right? So I cut Hulu, I cut a couple others, and then I went back and I, I had checked, and sometimes you check your subscriptions. And uh, like my Netflix subscription, I actually had, f- I had signed up for HD, Ultra HD And four devices at one time, and all this, and I said, I don't, I don't need that. I I was on the most highest tiered platform of the Netflix account, and I went, "Wow, do I really need that? No, I I don't really need that, right?" And uh, my girlfriend was like, "Don't get crazy. Like, this is you're getting really cheap here, cutting all this stuff out, (laughs) (laughs) and we have to, we have to be careful about that now." Russ, on occasion, I've accused you of being, uh, you know, leaning, leaning towards the cheap side of things, right? We, we
1: call it frugal, right?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Now I try to, I try to say frugal because, because Russ is, Russ, you're, you're so good at getting a good deal on things like, and, and sometimes, uh, in fact, let me share the story, Russ. Uh, uh, oh no. <laughs> Russ and his daughter, we, we we all met for lunch at the university one day. Uh, she was just uh, taking some class, uh, getting settled in at the university. So we went to lunch at the cafeteria, and I, I was working there at the time. And uh, so I go back upstairs, and these guys went to the gift shop or the university store. And so Russ calls me about five minutes later and goes, "Hey, uh, you get a discount here, right, at the bookstore?" And I said, "Yeah." And so it, the, the the discount amounted to about ten bucks, right? And so he goes, "Hey, can you come back down here to the gift sh- or to the to the bookstore?" So I can get that university discount. I said, Russ, I will give you ten bucks. I don't want to come walking clear back down to the to the store to give you that discount. But Russ was like asking for the discount, which I appreciate. That's, <laughs> that's a good thing. I appreciate but it. I was like, I was like, Russ, quit being so cheap. Just pay the ten bucks. I'll give you ten dollars cash, so I don't have to come back. Right? But uh, <laughs> well, I have fond, fond anyway, memories have at,
1: to- at UNLV with with you there. <laughs> um, that's that's for some other. uh, Absolutely. that's from some other episodes. So let me talk about my subscriptions a little bit. I actually found – I have 10 big subscriptions, and I found that i have actually really well-calibrated. I added the Wall Street Journal subscription. It was only $4 a month for the digital edition. And, man, that's worth every penny of that $4. Um,
0: cheaper than The Economist. I'll yeah, say cheaper that. cheaper than The
1: Economist. That's an awesome magazine as well. <laughs> but – and we have Amazon Prime, Costco Membership. Those are all like front loaded. They're $120 for the year, Yep. but they're front loaded. And then there's uh, the Oregonian newspaper. That's a local newspaper here where I live in the Portland area. That's uh, I got that for like $60 a year, and that's definitely worth it. Uh, there's things like Disney Plus. Uh, I prepaid that for three years and got like, Eighty percent off of that.
0: Very smart. Uh, Very smart.
1: Netflix, uh, T-Mobile helps pay for that uh, with our cell phone plan, and then there's things like HP Instant Ink. We don't print a lot, and so that that three dollar ends up being a great deal. And of course, uh, iCloud. We we have to have some minimum level there, and. But yeah, so Mike, let me, let me tell you some good news. Uh, let's geek out a little bit. And what we're going to do... Wait, wait. There's good, there's good news? There's good news, Russ? There's good news. Tell me the good news. <laughs> yeah, so Mike, we're going to put this in the show notes here, but...
0: And, and you, you'll be able to get the show notes on, uh, if you go to www.renbros.net, R-E-N-B-R-O-S.net you can uh, pick up these spreadsheets. So Russ, geek out on the numbers for us. Let's see what you got.
1: All right. Well, I'm geeking out. So let's say you're 49 today. Your average monthly subscriptions were $300. Mm-hmm. You made cuts of 151. Correct. Um, so the first year savings of that is $1,812. So Woo-hoo! that's great. I mean, that first year, you're killing it. 18. But let's... Uh, Eighteen hundred bucks. Let's extrapolate a little bit, and let's say that you continue to spend a hundred and forty nine okay. versus three hundred over these next forty years. So, uh, we hope you're gonna have a super long life, and at eighty nine, be you know living well and enjoying.
0: Boy, I hope to live till eighty nine. That'll
1: be great. Yeah, enjoying these subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say we use an average uh inflation adjusted return of about maybe uh nine percent, so maybe eleven percent, and then we okay. back out the inflation there. What that represents is you on average will have saved thirty-two thousand dollars uh over these forty years wow. just on that okay. those subscriptions, right? And this goes back to the Okay. Uh, you know, what does a latte cost you at Starbucks? And our point here is not to say, hey, never drink Starbucks again. Love Starbucks, um, love their hot chocolate, um, but use your subscriptions wisely. Um, that will produce a an average of thirty two thousand of savings in forty years. But then overall, over that period of time, that's one point three million almost. Ooh, one point three million. Wow. Now you love your subscriptions, right? But are they worth that?
0: I love but 1.3 sounds pretty good, Russ. There's a lot I could do with one point three.
1: Yeah, I mean that's uh <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of trips to uh Geneva. A lot of trips uh other places. So That's true. That's true. Uh, that's that's sort of the magic of compound interest and um you know, some of some of the some of our episodes will geek out uh with these spreadsheets. And some of them we won't. But let's talk a little bit about the good subscriptions because what we don't want to give is the impression that, hey, we're, you know, we're all about saving money yeah. and and suffering. I mean, that's the dark ages here. We're about the Renaissance here. We're about enjoying things. Let's talk about some good subscriptions you've seen.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, one for me, I have I have a subscription to a uh, a clothing box that comes every month and uh It's about, I think it's about $75 that that shows up, but like they send me an outfit a month. And I mean, I can match colors and everything, but when it comes to clothes, I just, I don't like going clothes shopping. I don't, you know, I don't put outfits together well. That's not my strong suit. So for somebody to pick the stuff, it's great. I've tried it out for a couple of months and I've really liked the results. So, and and the girlfriend said, good. She gave a thumbs up too. So that's awesome. That's positive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's positive. So I, I, I like that one. I look forward to getting it and I get a lot of utility out of it. I get more value out of it than I'm paying for it. I I think as far as that goes, another one, even though it may sound dumb is I have satellite radio in my car, I really enjoy satellite radio, especially we, we haven't taken as many trips this year, but it's great for on the road. Uh, I enjoy the comedy channels, which are hard to find that type of content elsewhere. And uh, it's I, I just enjoy it. And for the amount that I pay for it for uh, Sirius XM, it's a it's a great value for me. So even though I have, uh, like, Amazon Music and stuff like that, um, it, it's really good. By the way, I had to go back on my Amazon Music accounts. And, and this is one reason we recommend to review your accounts is, like I told you with my Netflix, I went and I was at this higher tiered level. And uh, so... I was paying a lot more than I really should have been paying. I same thing with my Amazon Music. I realized that I had been set up to play on four different devices. I was on a friends and family type plan and I didn't need that. I only needed it for me. So, I was able to take my Amazon Music uh, what I was paying was something close to $17, $18 a month and I got I was able to drop that down to $7.99. So, I'm I'm just just by doing my homework making sure it's there. I saved on that money.
1: That's awesome. So yeah, it's all about optimization here. And as we said before, this is never about shame or guilt. This is about making a few small incremental changes in your life to get more out of uh, the time that you're spending, get more out of your subscriptions. I mentioned the Wall Street Journal. The other thing that I've been trying to do is I get a property tax statement every year and there's a line item on there for the library. So we passed a bond for the library here locally. That library cost me $636 a year, and I have no problem paying it. I love the library, but I'm thinking, wow, I want to get that $636 of value out of that library. And so uh, instead of doing Audible uh, or you know renting a uh, <laughs> CD or a DVD at Redbox or even paying for a museum admission, yeah. the library provides a lot of these services for free, and it actually helps me read better because if I know... And I, this is a little uh, confession here. <laughs> if I know I had to read that book within three to six weeks, then I'm a little bit afraid of the late fine. And so I'll actually <laughs> read that book a little quicker. Now, this really hasn't worked very well because I have racked up a lot of fines. But thankfully, due to the pandemic, <laughs> they've waived all the fines. Of course, the month after I paid all of my fines off, they sent me a letter saying, we've waived all the all of your fines. But I couldn't get a refund.
0: Heavens, I was... I'm... Russ, I'm still on a wanted poster at the Clark County Library District. I'm sure. So uh, I was just going through a box recently, and I found like four books that were probably more than a year old that I checked out. Yeah. So I, I have. I, I usually wait till Amnesty Day rolls around, but uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll be lenient towards me uh, as as they often are. I don't mind. I don't mind paying fines to the library, but. Uh, this is uh this is Russ where I insert the the cheap jokes here. Russ is like we're ber- we're throwing away all the books at home, kids. We're going to the library. Exactly, just gonna have to do the library. All right, yeah, we're going we're going out for shakes. We're gonna share one shake. Yes, share one
1: shake. Go to the <laughs> library. And- Can I get
0: one shake with six spoons, please?
1: Great, <laughs> thank you. Well, the the good redeeming thing is I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. I don't like sharing any of my drinks or food with anyone else, any even my items. wife. So. That that actually helps me uh, spend a little more and maybe helps the rest of the family enjoy uh milkshapes more. So Russ,
0: frugal is good, Russ. I, I won't I won't pick on you more about the frugal. <laughs> but, uh, if any of Russ's friends or family are listening, you you feel my pain. You I feel, feel your I understand, pain. I understand. Right.
1: So let's talk about some action steps here. Uh, really been enjoyable to talk about this, but Mike, let's what's the first step? in order to really, this is all about living your best life here. And it's not only a financial thing. This is almost a intellectual and spiritual thing where we're able to channel our energy and channel our very limited attention and time, which is really our most valuable um, assets that that we have. Exactly. As well as grow our relationships with other people. Um, What are the steps here to uh, maximize the utility of our monthly subscriptions?
0: Well, I would say do do what I did. I I, I kind of stumbled upon this because I was going through my my transactions. Pull your bank account statement. Pull your bank statements, your credit card statements. See what you're actually spending your money on. Print it out. Look at it. And uh, when you start seeing those charges accumulate up, you're like, what is this? What do I do here? What do I do this? Wow, am I spending that much a month on this particular thing? And then you can decide what you'd like to cancel if you have something in there that you don't use. I had a uh, stock photo account with Adobe, right? And it was 29 bucks a month and I used to use it a whole lot. I wasn't getting much utility out of it because I I didn't have the need for it quite as much. And so I decided to cancel. That was one of my things I decided to cancel. Other things I decided to monitor. Um, Now keep in mind, you can resubscribe at any time to these for, for just about the same price if you really miss it. So part of me, I went... Hmm. So I canceled Netflix. And I thought if I really, 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 if I wake up at three in the morning, I'm like, man, I just wish I could get back on Netflix right now. Right. Maybe you want to reinstate it. Right. But it gives you a little more control on what you're doing. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense. I mean, rarely are there penalties. So if there's not penalties, it's kind of like uh, you can turn it on, turn it off type of thing. So. So, I mean, yeah, let's say Netflix is costing you 12 bucks a month. Right great uh if you decide to turn it off for four months and then you want to turn it back on you've saved four months worth of that subscription service right and you can put that towards something else or or testing something else out so if there's if there's not penalties why not turn them off turn them on
1: the ironic thing about that as well is that there are actually apps out there on line that you can download onto your phone that will help you keep track of all of your subscriptions But the ironic thing is that they charge a monthly subscription themselves.
0: Exactly. Check that out, dude. They charge a fee. They charge a monthly fee, a monthly subscription fee to monitor your subscriptions. Come on. You can do this yourself. That's beautiful.
1: That's beautiful.
0: You really can do that. Yeah, yeah. It's a a brilliant business model. That's why people are using it, right? And uh, you know what was really funny is when I started canceling these subscriptions, I was shocked, Russ. I was shocked when... When uh, the companies uh, like Adobe, for instance, I've been paying twenty nine ninety nine a month for quite a while with them, and when I went to cancel, it said, "Oh my gosh, we're so sorry to see you go. How about we just give you two months free if you stay?" And I'm like, "Wait a second! All I have to do is say I'm gonna leave, and they're gonna give me two months free?" I said, "No, thank you." And then it said, "How about this then, Mike? How about we give it to you for nineteen ninety nine a month? So how many knock ten bucks off a month?" for the next year. I was like, are you kidding me? So just like that, they were going to save because it's lucrative. I, I, I'm I a good paying customer, right? But uh, they were offering the discount. So I'd say, see if there's any discounts offered if you are you know looking to keep the subscription. Go ahead and say, I'd like to cancel the subscription. They may just offer you an on uh, on-the-spot instant discount. I think Hulu did the same thing. I think Netflix actually did the yeah. same thing too. Oh, how about we give you three more months? How about we pause your subscription? I mean, they had all sorts of options. It was like, wow, these guys are really on top of it. But, uh, you know, in the end, you can still, you can still unsubscribe and there you go. Uh, one of the things we didn't mention, Russ, was dating apps, since it is Valentine's Day, right? Last year, I was on, uh, in 2020, I was on a lot of dating apps. And what was really different about those is some of them were month to month. Some of them charge you monthly. Some of them would rebuild you at three months, six months. I had a couple that rebuild for a year in advance. That was a long, long time to think about. You know what I mean? And so it's like, wait a second. I didn't realize that that just billed for for so long. So anyway, yeah, uh, something to keep in mind is is sometimes when you have apps uh, that you subscribe to on, like, uh, I use the iPhones so on Apple's platform. When they re when they re up the app, they could re up for a year, and you got to pay a year all up front, and all of a sudden you get this giant bill uh, on your on your credit card statement, and you're like, "Hey, I didn't realize that was that was renewing for a year." I mean, I had a I had a TV uh, subscription on on one of those, and it renewed for a year, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't expect that." Yeah. So just be mindful. Be mindful. Well, no, that makes
1: sense. Um, I haven't had a dating app uh, for a long time since I met. Uh,
0: Good for you, Ronnie. So you, you should.
1: And. Since just married. Just a word of advice is <laughs> never get a dating app when you're married because it will cost you a lot more than that monthly fee in pain and suffering and True. things like that. True. Um, <laughs> Wait. And I'm not speaking. Are you speaking from experience. I'm not speaking from experience. Okay. Okay. So, um, All right. All right. But that's just a word. Of the, that's just a word of the wise here. <laughs> so the other part about this is let's be mindful and use our calculator uh, that. We have in the show notes here, uh, take a look at it at uh, www.renbros.net. Mm-hmm. And I think the whole point of this is enjoy these 5 to 10 subscriptions that you have and really get as much utility and enjoyment out of them. If you find that one isn't adding value and that you haven't used it in six months, then kill it. Yep. Go and do something else or save that money. And then all this money you're saving, so Mike, this $151, invest it. Mm-hmm. Pay off debt. Yes. Uh, we talk about our, we have an auto uh, episode where we talk about paying off your car. That's another use of that.
0: Put that in your car fund. An extra 150 in your car fund makes, I, I mean, yeah. add that on top of what, what you would be saving. It gets you to your goals a lot quicker. Exactly.
1: Travel fund. Uh, we talked about international travel in a previous episode. So that'll help you save for the travel and some of these once in a lifetime international travel experiences you might have. So that's really some things and be sure to use the library. You're likely already paying for the library, so uh, use them. And then just as you said, each year, just be a little sit down for 10 minutes and go through things and be mindful.
0: You want to look at this stuff because it really gives you the best overall picture of what's happening. With your finances, right? And the reason we do this podcast, we want to help you live your best life. And this is one way that you can do it and be fulfilled. And, uh, you know, we don't always have to have, uh, we don't need everything we want, right? We, we, say, that, we say that quite a bit. You don't, you don't need everything you want. Um, we have wants and we have needs. And you have to differentiate the two to make sure that uh, you're living your best life and you're not paying for things that you don't use. There's nothing worse than buying something and never using it. Right. Just sits and takes up space.
1: And worse yet, if you if you buy something and then you're fee- you it's sort of like this gambler's dilemma where you bought something and you're like, well, I might use it within the next 20 years. So then I go and store this in my garage and I don't use it for 20 years. But then it's sort of adding to my just to the stress of owning all of these things. So really good point.
0: And then we see you on an episode of Hoarders, Russ, where you got. You know, <laughs> rats and you're climbing between walls of garbage to get in your house because you bought too much crap right um <laughs> and and yeah. ho- these hoarders
1: really think they're going to use all that stuff right and that's uh yeah so we, def- we definitely don't want to get there but yeah so <laughs> really enjoyed talking about this today and as you said absolutely uh this is really where you live your best life as uh, you reinvent yourself mm-hmm. spiritually financially physically culturally and intellectually exactly
0: Well, thanks, Russ. Appreciate it. And uh, have a great rest of your Valentine's Day.
1: You too. Have a great one.
0: This has been another episode of the Renaissance Brothers Podcast. It's all about living your best life. For Mike and Russ, be safe and live well.